Hello and welcome to Tongue and Chic with the Solomon Sisters, the podcast where we break down Bravo shows and talk pop culture, TV, gossip, and fashion. I'm Ilana. I'm Dina. And today we are joined by Danielle Daly of Brands by Bravo. We are so excited to have her join us. You might already have her in your zeitgeist of information because not only is her memes amazing and her page so astute, but she also recently got into a bit of a back and forth with Erica Jane from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which has led to the whole Bravo community really standing behind her. Danielle, welcome. Well, we are just so beyond excited to have you on our podcast. Can you just, for all our listeners, give them a little bit about how you even started Brands by Bravo and just all everything about you? <laughs> sure, yeah. So I think I started in November. Um, I didn't, I've been watching Bravo for, I don't know, 10 plus years since Real Housewives OC season one was like, this looks like something I'd be interested in. I I love reality TV. And so I always followed all the Bravo celebrities, but I never knew there was fan accounts and meme accounts for Bravo specifically. Um, And then during BravoCon, everyone was just posting so much Bravo content. So I found people and then I was like, well, no one in my real life likes Bravo and maybe I can connect with some other people who do. And that was really the, the motivation behind starting it. Um, the name is super random and now I'm stuck with it forever. So I can never change it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it I like just, the name. It just came from me um, thinking like about all the different brands that all the Bravo celebrities come up with and like so many episodes focused on the things that these women and men come up with. That's crazy. And hopefully one day reviewing more products is what I want to do. So that's kind of, I, what well, Cynthia Bailey, Cynthia Bailey alone probably did a lot for her brands of Bravo because she's constantly having a new, she has had business. so many businesses. She had the sunglasses, the modeling Academy. Now she has the wine the seller. Wine. Uh, and she has something else too. I feel like we're missing something. She's There's a lot. There's a lot candy of candy. Candy is another one her. too. Candy has had so oh, many. Oh, candy. Yeah, I was going to say candy mm-hmm. is like people don't give her enough respect for everything she's done. She's the candy, well, she I, the candy factory, the sex toy line, which actually I just listened to a great podcast interview with her from the Wells cast, which is Wells Adams from The Bachelor, if you watch The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was not Housewives focused, it was just all about her and her career outside the Housewives. And her sex toy line is like award-winning sex toy product line, which is crazy. I'm not surprised <laughs> though. Candy she definitely 100%. has. Yeah, she has perfectionist vibes for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's just where it started. And then I've just been making content for fun. Um, I work a normal nine to five job, so I know no no intention or want to be an influencer or nothing wrong with that. But um, <laughs> I like my job, so I'm not like looking to like leave it. And um, yeah, and that's now we're here. <laughs> well, honestly, we love your account. When we discovered it, it really just hit this spot and I can't believe when you just said you only started in November you know there are certain accounts that are so good you don't really ever think about its inception they were just there and I feel like that 
your account is one of those accounts where it's just really good content and great stuff and you just laugh and you like what you're seeing and it's so clever it's so so clever that it's really like um, we're so glad you were there because there was a boy clearly and you filmed it yeah I mean when you have like 10 years of tv what's I'm amazed sometimes in my memory because I've never really rewatched the series. Um, And I'm just, sometimes I'm like, why do I know this from season two and remember these random things? But I, I don't know. I'm literally was watching Bravo before we just, I'm catching up on below deck and I just saw Kiko being fired, which I'm like broken about. Broken. I, I, started so I finished the below deck reunion the other day and then I was like I need something on the same level so I decided to re-watch from season one below deck med and I am on a roller coaster journey especially with Hannah knowing like where things end up and it's really upsetting me because like for example some of the things that she's really writing people about and I'm like I know in two seasons what you're going to be doing but then I love her so then I'm also like Ben leave her alone like there's just a lot of emotions right there I and I just think about that much below deck if I'm like being honest about it like it's like I to admit I haven't watched the show but I haven't watched it that much and then it was basically when Hannah got fired everyone was going crazy about it so I was like oh this is a good season I should watch so I started from there and I kind of figured out what happened so I've been going back and watching the first like 10 11 episodes of the season and so I knew Kiko got fired but I didn't know about like what happened and it was just okay can you just like please like give us like real time text updates about your thoughts on on each thing as you discover them because I love hearing people like (laughs) in a moment and kind of reliving it with people like yes well my real time thoughts are that Sandy did a horrible job of handling it she should have waited till the charter was over she should have never fired him in the galley when they still had a day and a half of work to do like I don't know what she expected she should have wait and the customers weren't even that upset they were just like, oh. it was all right. They weren't like flipping out angry. She just, and then she just was like Ben trying to be super encouraging of him. And I don't think her and Malia plotted it. I mean, the timing is very weird, but I don't know how they could have plotted him having like a breakdown, you know, like that's the part, that's the missing part to people's like master plan. Okay. Can I throw in a thought on that? Yes. <laughs> I before because Dina and I as content creators have so much going on that I left my job because one of us had to be like full-time focused on our personal shopping clients and the other things that we're doing and so I nominated myself and did it and but coming from like a service-based background because we did so much in retail and so much you know with personal shopping and styling like with clients if someone is constantly hovering over clients that way and being like in a kind of slightly negative kind of almost teacher condescending kind of tone like is everything okay you're looking then for things not to be okay you know Mm -hmm. and I've had clients like literally give me like you know customer reviews that are like top notch but like when the, someone's hovering over them, you could see like all those same behaviors almost making them nervous. Like they're looking at them and like kind of like, oh, maybe she shouldn't be this attentive or maybe, you know, she could have done X, Y, Z more. And I think Sandy purposely spent like the whole season 
not just hovering over Kiko to bring him to that point, but also making clients like question everything he was doing. That is true. Did you watch That's... the reunion? Yes. Okay. That's more for a later question, but I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> but I, I kind of feel like Bravo encourages Sandy as well as the guest to make these complaints like for the drama of the show. But I do feel Sandy, when it came to Kiko, was so awful. The way she, I felt like, was screwing with his head throughout the season. But she, she said that there's a lot behind the scenes of her and him having these talks and basically her saying like you lied on your resume or your cv you aren't as organized as you should be and stuff like that and but as well as her saying she was also encouraging him but to me it it came out as somebody like who's a helicopter mother like that mm -hmm. kind of feeling and i feel like yeah. anyone fails under that it's oppressive yeah I don't like to be micromanaged, so I would not enjoy Sandy's yeah. level of management. <laughs> and I thought it was very weird at the reunion when Sandy was saying that she like, felt almost pressured into firing Kiko on the spot like that. Because of him. She blamed him. Right, but what I mean is like, what kind of leader is that? You're mm -hmm. sitting there as you are not just this great leader in this, but sort of a general great leader. And you're trying to say an employee was so upset and vulnerable and wouldn't let it go that you were forced to fight. Like you could have said about a million things to calm the situation down and not, as you mentioned before, um, like force him to work knowing he was sort of going to be chopped and it just felt like i don't know like he when she when she, she she was clearly cross with him and i felt like she could have been very delicate and encouraging like no you know this wasn't the meal we wanted but we'll talk about it after the charter let's just do great blah 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 like it just didn't to me feel genuine it felt like she wanted him to be fired in that moment and felt like she was grabbing her chance but Sandy, I thought was so hypocritical at this reunion, her saying that none of how you cannot have emotions, which I completely actually get. Like when you're giving in service, you don't bring that to the clients. Like you should have a certain level of like customer service always being happy. However, she based everything on emotions. She even said throughout, Andy would ask her certain questions. She's like, well, I was really tired and I was yeah. exhausted. So yeah. me, or he was really annoying me. So then that's why I did that. And I was like, so you're saying everything that you're saying why everyone else is wrong, you're doing. Mm -hmm. So I really felt like if you watch like Parks and Recreation, but you know It's my what? number one favorite okay. show of all time. <laughs> number yeah. one favorite comedy. So, you know when Leslie's like, that's you, Ron. That's you. Yes. I feel like Sandy needed that. Somebody need to go to the reunion and be like, Sandy, mm -hmm. you are doing everything you're getting everyone mad about. Like you are, I feel in love with Malia and something weird is happening. On our other podcast, you will notice a lot of the things we reference are like 
Parks and Rec, Silicon Valley, or like even old seasons of Housewives, but there's so many quotes, like even before when I said that there's a long history, because that's what they kept saying, why they couldn't get involved with Kim and Kyle in the early seasons of the show. Everyone would be like, well, they have such a long history. We're like, they're, they're sisters. It's not a history. Like, they're yeah. sisters. <laughs> and so that's why when people always comment on how close we are, we're like, we have a long history. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> and, that's really funny. And that, that was you. That was you. I feel like throughout Bravo, that's like the thing going through my head all the time. Like, that was you. You did that. <laughs> I mean, it amazes me sometimes, like, when, especially the ones with children. Like, when you see, like, Teresa's children, they're like, I watched your daughter born, and now yeah. she's, like, 10 years old. I'm like, I cannot believe how long I've been watching this TV show. You, you just forget, especially if it's a difference for people who pick it up and just binge. Versus, like, literally, it's been a span of 10 years of my life of, like, Vicky. When we watched Vicky first, her daughter was in yeah. high school, Brianna, going to prom. And now she is a mom with kids. Like, it's just, you feel like you grew up with them. With that that Melania upsets me, like, because <laughs> I feel old when I see Melania. <laughs> yeah, even Gia, when Gia was, like, Gia. so young. Remember that, like, shopping spree she had in, like, season one? Oh, yeah, well, she's in college. Yeah, I know. But out of all <gasps> the housewives, which oh. one's your favorite? Like, out of all the series? Oh, it's so hard because I feel like it is constantly changing. Um, I love Sonia forever. Like, I, I think Sonia, in my opinion, is one of the most beloved housewives. Like, how could you dislike her? She doesn't have a mean bone in her body. She's hilarious. She just, like, tries her best. I just, I love Sonia. Um, Robin is definitely one of my favorites from Potomac. Did, did you enjoy her dance last episode? Oh my God, her <laughs> dance was so, so on brand for Robin. And I loved it. Just, I was, all the memes with it too, like the Mean Girls memes were so funny. Um, they were so good. <laughs> yeah, they, they were so funny. And now I feel like, I don't know if I can say Leah because it's only been one season, but I don't know if I've ever loved a housewife so early on as much as, I love Leah in her first season, but it feels like too risky to be like season one. She's my like yeah. I, I can't give, give it to her yet. Season before committing exactly because typically season one they come in strong. Season two Down. things can go real down real fast. So we'll yeah. see. You but, just see their edges. Yeah, it's it's an ever flowing you know map in my mind of favorite to not favorite. <laughs> yeah. No. Honestly, um, I turn on a housewife like as often as I blink I'll go from loving them to hating them and like moment to moment and I you'll hear me say like I love Ramona and the next scene Ramona is a monster <laughs> I but that's how it should be because I don't believe in like I use the word stan but I don't actually believe in stanhood because then you're blind oh, to no. faults like someone who like I love it or did love was like Shannon Bedore. I used to love her. I think she was so funny, but in recent times, not so much. And I couldn't, it's not like I could ignore certain things. So then, uh, you know, that's why she's moved down on, on my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we were talking, um, to Sarah Gali from um, Andy's Girls. I don't know if you know oh, that yeah, podcast. She's, she's awesome. amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, she is a Shannon Bador stan, but like 
she's not watching the OC right now. She's not into the show. And I feel like she kind of is in that same place you are with Shannon where, you know, kind of her emotional yeah, sense not, like, sort of totally trickled away. she's not like totally down for me, Shannon, but her reconnecting with Kelly Dodd, I'm just like not okay with. And I'm really pissed that her and Tamara aren't friends anymore because Tamara was with her through everything, like on and off camera was her best friend. And I don't like whatever happened between the two of them that they're well, not friends. What's anymore. interesting is, was it last season or the season before where Tamara actually point blank said when it comes to really hard issues with Shan, like when she's going through hard stuff, Shannon is just never there for her. And I kind she of- did say that. that. Yeah, and I thought it was for the show, but now, she, like, Tamara's story in this way isn't really changing. Like, she keeps kind of saying the same thing about Shannon throughout all this whole time. So I bet that Shannon is kind of a fair weather friend. Like, yeah. she doesn't want to then be, like, she wants to for the show, but once it, it's gone. I mean, the show, I imagine, is the only reason she forgave Kelly Dodd. Because yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's the paycheck of it. Life, it's just awkward. Someone who helps counter sue you, like, you would not. I'm sorry. I don't know anyone who would let them back into their life. No, no. and it's that part of the relationship. <laughs> yeah, but like it's kind of to me when I think of Shannon and Tamara's relationship, I think of like that coworker who was like your coworker friend, but like thought they were your friend friend. I think Tamara thought that she was your like outside of work friend, like your person, but she's like, no, it's just within these walls. <laughs> totally agree. Total, totally agree with that for sure. But did you guys see just on a complete side note the picture of Gretchen that looks exactly like she looks like Vicky? No. No, and I'm dying to see it. it. You mentioned it earlier, and I feel like I'm missing something important. She looks, I'm going to send it to both of you guys because it's literally like, I don't know if this is a joke, but I feel like she transformed <laughs> her face. Her <laughs> face tune that she uses is insane can you her guys see i just sent it to you too but i put it here if you guys can oh oh my no that's a real photo she posted so this bravoing it together posted it oh my that's God. insane and they wrote have a good she week. does look like vicky which is weird because slate has made so many comments about how unattractive he finds vicky you guys it's all full circle he just, he did want the pig in the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Little. Does that make is, him like Kermit the Frog? Well. Maybe. Is that a nice, is that too nice for him though? I like Kermit the Frog. Uh, the fact that those two are still together is. I really never thought that was going to last. Do you know they never. have a podcast? They have a, we have a Bravo podcast. You know, you get the suggestions underneath and they uh -huh. suggested that to me and I was offended. I was like, <laughs> clearly you don't know my character because oh, I take no. offense to this. That is not one I would listen to. But you started with the OC. Did you still like, I, are you watching it this season at all? I know you said that like you have issue with Shannon and the thing, but are you watching it at all? No, I'm part of the team of, I'm not watching it this season. I just, it really annoyed me how for Bravo to be like, we stand with Black Lives Matter, we're going to be anti-racist, we're going to fire Stassi and Kristen, and they have been dead silent about Kelly Dodd. That's really what did me in, is the network's just complete silence regarding it. Um, and to me also, 
the cast members silence because they're associated with this so it's just like the general silence around it that i'm like it just doesn't feel right to watch it it's my own personal uh, vendetta honestly i feel like this show in terms of quality honestly maybe the last two three seasons has sort of been on this really like slipping and it hasn't been interesting so yeah, so I would have only been watching it for our podcast and, you know, to kind of be in the know. And I definitely feel like Dina and I talked about it. And it was like, why, you know, we want to stand with our community, which are like sort of the Bravo fans and the, the whether or not it was uplifting. And, and because there are so many, there are things to criticize probably with every network and show and all these things but bravo on the whole has a lot of like good things it offers and it sort of is a great form of escapism and and Mm -hmm. it's a great kind of look into things that a lot of other networks don't and it certainly definitely has a lot more women and especially women um who are a bit older than most networks so there's so many things i love about bravo that i don't want to just like stop watching all the shows but i certainly want to not encourage shows that are really just bringing negativity and not reflecting the fans mm-hmm. and what they're interested in and i know dina feels the same way i just, i think alana said it perfectly yeah. <laughs> no you did you said, it, you said it perfect another reason i don't really want to watch it is i don't really want to relive the early days of covid like because oh. we're still in it like we're still in it. I still take it very seriously. So I really don't want to see them shutting down complaining about toilet paper. So that's another reason. And the reason it reminded me is one of my favorite videos in early COVID was of the Miami high rises and the people having dance parties on their balconies with like the oh, music and the lights. And it was yes. like so heartwarming. And that's that's what made me remember that supposed Well, I don't know if you've seen the Southern Charm commercial, but with the guy who's the producer whose mom's Patricia, who I Whitney. love, but I can't remember. Whitney. See, Quinn is a Whitney name to me. And um, he's throwing Craigie like some toilet tissue. And I am um, like, that's as much as COVID that I really want to see from anything. Like, hey, yeah. buddy. And he's like, yeah, thanks. I ran out. It's like, that's the COVID experience I want from other people. Because like you said, we're still in it. And, you know, like, I don't really particularly care about these women, but I certainly don't care about their experience during COVID. It wasn't like it was going to be anything interesting that no one else is experiencing. And part of, yes, you know, all the voyeuristic white, white class women. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, county, the 1%, of like I'm yeah. not concerned of what this did for you. Like Southern like, term, at least they're all pretty normal people. So I'm interested to see their experience. Plus South Carolina was weird. They like barely closed anything down. So it's strange things that they did there in COVID. (laughs) Even now, Dina told me today. Oh yeah, with New York Housewives. Yes. Oh yes, someone tested positive. Who do you think it is and why do you think it's Ramona? (laughs) Okay, so um, a follower (laughs) messaged me and reminded me Ramona said she has antibodies and that she already think she had COVID. So it might not be her, but I was like 100% convinced no mask in the ocean, Ramona. Of course it's her. So yeah. I don't know who it might be. Wouldn't it be so ironic if it was Leah? Just like a little, but I shouldn't be her. But I just mean for a show that was, I feel like if this was not a reality show, <laughs> it would be Leah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, if I was like writing it out, 
I would make it Leah just for the twist of it all. Yes, like you never expect it. Expect. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we'll though see. it's equally possible, even though she doesn't have like the same rep for it. There's something about Luann that gives me like vibes that I could just see her because she's the type of person I feel like goes out, has a good time, you know what I mean? And doesn't really she just knows how to give a good public image. You know, I don't necessarily know that her private life isn't Ramona. I think the difference between her and Ramona is Ramona is out loud, like out the door as the same as she's in the house. And I feel like Luann is very versed in having like the Countess on the outside and Lou on the inside. What if, if Sonia, cause Sonia was away for so long and now Ramona seems to not want to leave Sonia's side. Cause I think she feels the world is loving Sonia so much. What if that's how Sonia got it from Ramona? That's possible. That's very possible. You know, I did. Yeah, that didn't interest me, that theory. But I'm going to throw something your way. I heard, but I'm trying to remember where, so don't, like, it may be a very invaluable source. Don't, I can't remember where I heard this, but I heard <laughs> that um, you can get, COVID and even if you have the antibodies because the virus is always changing you could like get it again and it could be like a different you can I don't our father said Alana there you go I knew someone who I said he's a doctor he's a doctor so I believe everything it it stayed in my yeah it stayed (laughs) in my head so I knew it was some information worthy of keeping because Ema was just talking to me about it earlier Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I don't know, again, not a scientist, but a believer of scientists. I don't know if they know 100% that because you had it once that you cannot get it again. And because they don't know how long the antibodies stay in your body for, that's why I think they can't know for sure. Are you immune now? Exactly. And my because father said you can form like it, it because it's a constantly changing thing, even if then you can re-get it in a different way. Mm-hmm. So we, they yeah. just and I remember so now Andy back to, said that Ramona. he has to be yeah <laughs> and then Andy said he has to be retested all the time because of like all the things he's doing mm-hmm. so I mean why would they even retest him if you're yeah. like oh you got it once so it's not like the chicken pox and even the chicken pox you can get again right you can get yeah. the chicken pox as shingles shingles yeah I think no, or I think you, can right. you only get shingles no. if you never had chicken pox. This uh, is a very medical edition again, of the yeah, podcast. Scientists <laughs> don't Call take anything we're saying. Doctor tongue in cheek because <laughs> Call your dad, we have get about the-, the Teddy amount of information. Yes. Yeah, exactly. We're as qualified as Teddy is. <laughs> <laughs> That's for but sure. But actually. Speaking of Beverly Hills, this is the perfect segue to yes. talk to you about what's happened to you this week. I'd love to hear the story from your perspective rather than telling everyone what's happened from ours and then kind of go off of that. Yeah. So Sunday night, I had 5,000 followers on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> and it just was making one of my normal posts. Um, I saw Bravo TV posted a picture of... Um, Lee, no, not Leo, uh, Erica and Rinna and Robin, because all three wore the same pink dress. And I just watched the Potomac episode with her in the dress. So it's I a Rote Berger blazer dress in case ooh, you, anyone you wants to say to it know. very correct. I looked it up. It's like $450. 
I will not be buying it, but if anyone- I've sold to, it to people. <laughs> if anyone wants to buy it for me, because someone told me I should get it. And I was like, I work in education. So if you think I'm going to spend $400 on a dress, I was like, I don't think so. Sorry happen. to interrupt your flow, but yes. there is a website called Shop UAL, I think is the thing. And they like sell designer wear at like extremely discounted prices because it's oh. no longer like in store. And I'm pretty sure I saw the dress on, on it's their website. It's more that like, where would I wear such a dress? Like if there was a purpose for me to buy a dress for $400, Maybe. You should wear it like, for an IGTV what? interview, a yeah. YouTube yeah. interview. I would wear that every single e. week. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be like your signature outfit. You know how some people have like a black no, blazer, trouser kind of signature outfit? This could be yours. It's I'll like just, a comedian. What's her name? And then she was, oh, she's so hilarious. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she wears the white dress. And um, Tiffany Haddish. Yes, she wears her yeah. white dress all the time. Yes, I yes, love that. yes. Yeah. It could be your Tiffany Haddish dress. Okay, I'll see what I can do. See, I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Um, you'll have to. Well, you'll come to Miami and wear it with us. Yes. No. <laughs> um, so anyway, okay, so okay, so I saw the photo on Bravo TV Instagram. I thought it was hilarious. Immediate thought when I saw it was like, it reminded me of the Pink Ladies. I'm obsessed with musicals in Greece. I've probably seen the movie Greece a hundred times. So like, it was just instantly clicked in my head. Spent a few minutes creating a little meme, which even was weird that I like didn't make it the way I normally make memes. I don't even know why I made two photos. Like I said, it was late at night. I posted it and then I went to bed. So then I woke up in the morning and looked at my phone. And the first account I saw when I signed on Instagram was comments by Bravo and my picture. And I saw like Erica and Robin and Rena like commented on it. And I was like, oh my God, like comments by Bravo repost me. Like, this is so cool. I like, they commented on my photo. And then I look closer. I'm like, oh my God, Erica put it on her main page. Like, holy shit. I don't know if I can curse or not, but like, holy Yeah, ass. please. Holy shit. Like, I was freaking out. So then I go to her page and I'm like, oh wait. Like, okay, I forgot to watermark it, but I'm like, she didn't tag me in the picture. Oh, she took my caption. Oh, she didn't put my name. And then I see all these comments, all these people being like, how funny, what a great meme. Like, so, and I was like, wait, that's my joke. So I think I commented like two or three times because I did that. People, a few people were like, oh, she's so thirsty. No, Erica has 2.2 million followers. You think she's going to see one comment? Like I, I just, I just was like, you took my photo. Can you credit me please? Was the first one. And then like one, I think I wrote one more. And then I only commented on the comments by Bravo page, because again, it was just like, someone see it. Like that, that was my yeah. thing. You have 2.2 million followers. Like you're not going to see my comment. And it was, that's really all my intention was. And then she wrote back. Um, she was not very nice. Um, I don't remember exactly what she said, but it wasn't nice. So then I wrote back and was like, yeah, I know. I actually credit. I literally can't even believe I went this far in my original post. I literally photo credited Bravo because I knew I took from them. Like Bravo doesn't need my tag, but I'm not going to take the photo of the three women and not like if you know and it's very obvious who the credit is why would you not credit them is, is what I think and then she wrote back to that like three more times really really mean and then I only said back like this feud is more interesting than the real housewives of Beverly Hills season oh you made me laugh so hard with your <laughs> clap mind you by the way like it's day. Monday morning like I'm just trying to make breakfast and start my work day like 
not like be looking at my phone. Like I, I didn't think really much of it when she, I just couldn't believe I was having this interaction. It was like an out of body experience. And then I'm, I, I like, it's funny. Cause I look back at the conversation with my girlfriend and I'm like telling her what happened. I'm like, Oh my God, I got like 50 follows. Like, this is crazy. It's like what I said to her. And then I, what I think really was the reason that it blew up so much, which I truly can't believe. And even when Erica wrote back to me, there was nothing more for me to say. Like, I think people thought I was being like super noble, not arguing, but what more could I have said to her? Like I said, what I was asking for. So, and I'm, not, I'm really not someone who fights. I definitely don't ever have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter drama. Like I, I only want things to be positive on my page. That's I, I'm never try to go too low, too mean, anything like that. And I think it hit a few different people's nerves. I think people, I think fans, regular fans, saw themselves in me being like, wow, yeah. I can't believe a housewife was mean to her. And then yeah. I think the meme accounts saw themselves in me is like, damn, that's happened to me before. And that really sucks. So I think it was like the perfect storm of two, two strong communities coming together. And then the meme accounts made memes about it. And so many fans were just, uh, it was flabbergasting. It still is my blown then people talked about it on podcasts like i'm talking to you guys now about it so it, <laughs> it really just six, didn't it it was in yeah it was in page six it was in people today show msn the chat room tv show messaged me and they're yes. going to talk about it on monday <gasps> that's exciting. i know i'm gonna freak out i'm gonna freak out when i see it so i guess it was out it'll already be out gave you more than just her following even though she turned out to be a monster i, I mean if me, she, i'm not that surprised but if she would have just tagged me i would have gotten maybe 50 followers and you know people to call it thirsty or why would i want this i'm like i'm a little baby account like are we all on Instagram for the same purpose of trying to grow our brand and our followers? Not that that's like the most important thing to me, but anytime you, as a small account, you get an opportunity to be highlighted by an account that has 2.2 million followers. How could you not say something and, and, you know, try to get recognition for it? So people have just been so nice to me. I can't even believe it. I've just been home with my husband. Like, I literally don't think I did anything this week. I've just been, my husband works from home too. So it's just the two of us at home. And I just, <laughs> all, like, three days of running into his office. Like, it, it's on page six. And he's like, I don't know what page six is. And I was like, just know it's a really big deal. <laughs> and the follower account just has been so crazy. I'm so grateful. Like, it felt so nice that the internet could agree on something. And I just think people were tired of people being mean. Like all we see all the time is videos of people being mean and people are like, not today. Like, don't be a Karen. Yeah. But I have to say, honestly, I know you mentioned two groups that you think it resonated, but, and even though we could follow, kind of follow into either of those groups, kind of fall into those. I also think it resonated with me because I've actually, I'm, I, I did a lot of photo shoots and fashion styling and I actually had, someone wants to steal my work and try to have it published like as them as the stylist wow, and it was crazy. it was devastating though because I mean I was able to shut it down before it actually did get published but they were kind of responding to me the way Erica was responding to you sort of like like they had every right to do whatever they wanted to do it's sort of mm -hmm. their attitude and that 
burned my soul because those were my ideas, my creativity, and my little special dazzle to the world. And it hurt my feelings that someone didn't understand that it was good enough for them to take it, but not good enough for them to recognize what I did. And that's what I saw so much in what you did. Like you did something creative and clever. I didn't even realize she also took your caption. I mean, just the picture alone. She literally took exactly what I wrote. And to me, that was, it was the joke and the photo together. Like only a few people were like, you don't own the image. And I was like, I never said I own the image, but like for her to act as like, you know, it was the whole thing. And really think, like you said, what made people so upset wasn't that she didn't give me credit. Like if she would have, my only expectation is she's going to ignore me she's going to give me credit or she's going to write back in just write back to my comment and be like, Oh my God, so cute. Thanks for the meme. Like that is what I expected. And then I thought at least when people came to her page, they could see like, Oh, it was me who made it. And then click on my page. Never in a million gazillion years (laughs) could I have predicted these things happening. I think what was so shocking, at least to me when I was like reading through it was just how aggressive she was responding to you maybe because she also has had this attitude her and lisa renna who i think have over the last two years gone really vicious like they have this kind of attitude like they're happy to be mean girls and they're happy like they almost like the way they kind of always say it almost antagonistic and i've never understood that like who it's not even funny to me like who wants to be mean there's no point in this world the world is already awful enough everyone should be so nice and the fact that even i think at one point you had written like i'm a like i love you like no yes, i love said that. i almost passed out when i yeah. saw it i'm such you, a fad and that what she wrote to and she, i think at another point she responded to you and said like look i just gave you like look what i just did for you now like you'll get oh, off yeah. and, that was to me i was like no this woman's evil like yeah it's so not like nice and i i think like also i read a, another meme that when this all happened um because i think didn't she like like she said something about like you basically stealing and doing this from other people so you don't need credit not stealing but like it's all taken from she referenced that like kyle took the picture right yeah which made no sense because robin was in the photo and also she didn't go back to 1978 take a picture of the pink ladies mid-filming grease because that's where i took that photo from none of that made sense but also this whole idea of a, like the of, of like the appropriation and it's not like I read something where they had said like she had um making fun of the comment that she had said to you about how like it was taken from all different people so you have to create your own kind of thing and then they pointed out you know a lot of her like musical like history everything she does she's cultural appropriation like she's doing all that she's taking from other people I mean as an artist you are inspired by other people but I didn't even get how that argument applied to what you guys were talking about. And I know I used the wrong word. I said photo instead of meme. Not that I know that she would have known the difference because a few people were like, you know who was? It was Sarah wrote like the best. Oh yeah, she did. What she meant and she wrote back Sarah wrote. Yeah, Sarah was like came to my defense like amazing. Sarah was amazing. I wrote to her like when that happened. I sent it to her. I was like, this is so well written. I know. I was like, thank you for so. She's, She's so, so eloquent. Good. And I was like, yeah. thank you for writing that. I was in a work meeting and I could not answer these things. <laughs> I was meeting with a student and like trying to, to do this. From, like be, I can't imagine if I was actually in the office, at least I could like hide my freaking out at home. But it very quickly for me personally turned from, oh, that's weird. That sucks to this is hilarious. 
and amazing. Because I think people felt like really, really bad for me and were like, apologize. I'm so sorry this happened to you. And I'm like, I'm okay, guys. Like, I'm good. Like, I, to me, I think, what if I'm a kid? Like, my name, no photo of me is on my profile. What if she's writing this back and I'm like a 16-year-old girl who's obsessed with her? That would have devastated me. But like, but I think that's partly why it's so. I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> with Erica yelling at me. <laughs> but I think one of the reasons it's so upsetting is because, like, the reason she has everything in her platform that she has has been because people, including her husband, have like put her on a pedestal, believed in her, and given her a platform. It's not like she didn't like everyone it takes people believing her and having housewives and having this platform allowed her to live her dream of you know being on broadway even if it was cut short and all these other things and bravo only exists because of its fans that's why it's so good to its fans compared to like other networks like you don't see other networks doing for their fans what bravo does Mm -hmm. and i think the fact that she was so disrespectful to someone like accounts like yours is what makes her relevant. If you weren't making memes with her in it, she would no longer exist because Bravo execs would look at it and be like, people are not interested in her. They're not talking about her. They're not, you know, she's not creating drama. She's not creating a positive sort of reaction. There's nothing. People don't find her interesting. And as long as she's kind of someone that you're finding exciting and people like you, then she has a job that allows her to do the other things she wants to do. So it's so, so stupid of her to do something like this because it makes a whole world of people who wanted to see her excel vanish. And to me, I was already over her. Like Dina was a little more. um, I think that was it too. I think people were like almost over her and waiting, not waiting, but just like seeing this as like, oh, that's the thing. Now mm. she's done it, and like that just really is <laughs> a lot of the messages I got where people were like, "I haven't liked her all season," and then for her to do this, like that's it, I'm I'm done with her. So. I think that's exactly me. I like because I had rewatched during quarantine. I do Alana and I both like we deep dive the shows a lot and rewatch and rewatch. And I was rewatching Beverly, and I had a whole new love for her. And then over the last two seasons, like last season and this season, I felt like some alliance was made and she decided she was going to be on Kyle's side. And I didn't like like really her attitude and the way she was treating and um, other people, as well as when I was hearing, like seeing her on social media, there's just a lot of stuff where it was going downhill for me. And at the reunion to what she did to you, when I saw that, I was like, Nope, <laughs> because you were so lovely, even with what you were writing, like you were yeah, so, so nice. respectful. You were just like you were. Just, I I would have never when I read what you wrote and her response. I was just so like shocked beyond, like shocked beyond my biscuit. Like you know, it was just crazy. <laughs> shocked beyond my biscuit. Yeah, I mean that's that's how I felt. But it also like now later looking back, it's funny. I'm like, oh my god, I got to live out my dream of fighting with a housewife. Like that's you know, like I was a member. So many people were like, what if this is on the show? And I was like, I couldn't live. Like, I would just, I don't even know. I mean, to be a fan of something and like watch these women fight and then get to be a part of a fight is, I guess, li- living out a dream a bit. And you came out it's like too. being a housewife. Yeah. And I don't want to be one. I don't want to fight with people. <laughs> but you did, all you have to do is be like blocked by Jax. <laughs> yes. What's incredible. She still has not taken the photo down. 
people are still commenting and tagging me in it because they're seeing it for the first time, which is, I, I want to tell them like, she gets it. It's fine guys. Like, you know, cause some people were really mean and I hate that. Like some people low blow and I'm not, I don't like that. So, like nasty things. And I'm like, this isn't that big of a deal. And I did laugh at the comments who were like, this isn't a big deal. I'm like, I know, like, I know this isn't a big deal. Like I didn't make it a big deal. They're like, who even cares? And I'm like, I didn't ask anyone to, um, but she, she didn't block me, but we haven't spoken also because I've gotten asked that as well. No, I never messaged her and she hasn't messaged me. Ever. I'm so curious. I wonder if she has like, cause I'm assuming she has like a team and PRs and all these stuff, you know, who are probably trying to figure out like what she should do. I, I really yeah, feel I like you're know. a conversation point. I mean, you're, you insane. said you started off the week with your account was at like 5,000. Yeah. And it's at like 20 something now, right? It's at 20, I think like a little above 20,000 now. Wait. Yeah. So, I mean, that alone, which I'm so happy for you. And Thank I you. think it's well-deserved. And I think in a way, like it's, you know, it, the exact thing that should happen in more. But I also think it's very interesting because that means to me that there is like 20,000 people out there that are in line with what you're thinking that agree with what you're thinking and that um enjoy like your humor and enjoy what you're doing but also don't want our housewives to get to that point where they're thinking like they can abuse their fans you know I I heard on one of our other podcasts one of the guests told us that one of their friends at BravoCon gifted Ramona a gift and she didn't even say thank you. They, the, the girl yelled her like, I have a gift for you, Ramona. And she took it and walked away, you know, like that's the type of behavior to me that Eric and Ramona and all these people, like that's what they need to check because they're nothing without their fans. And the reason they're nothing without their fans is because they're not actresses. So it's not like I love you in a TV show. And yeah. they're not singers. It's not like, oh, I love your music. They don't have the talent. They're just them. So you, they have to be beloved for who they are. And if you're mean and nasty, you're not, you're not going to be. And that's, that's a big difference of a reality versus another type of celebrity. No, I agree. Oh, and I think I... people are seeing that a lot more with, I feel like with Lisa Renna and Erica, I think they have become this kind of nasty duo. And I think it's becoming more and more to light to people like that. People don't want them on the show anymore because uh-huh. it's supposed to be about the fighting, but they're, the way they've been doing it lately, especially in social media, I find it very nasty. Yeah, I thought it was really funny how she tried to get Kyle involved because I actually yeah. talked to Kyle. Um, oh, you do? You do? I mean, not, not like talk on the reg. I tagged her in something later and then she reposted it and I just like messaged her. That's awesome. And she was so nice. She wrote back to me. She was like, yeah, I was, people were trying to get me involved in that, LOL. And I just wrote back like, yeah, good job steering clear of it. Like not your place, not your battle at all. Yeah. She saw, I'm pretty sure she probably saw everything and was like, what the hell is Erica doing? Like Kyle is so kind of, we've messaged back and forth a few times about like random things, like if I've tagged her and she is so nice. So is Leah. Leah actually messaged me herself to be like, what the hell is going on? Oh, like, really? Uh-huh. And then oh, he, a few others. Back what before. You can make her your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She's so nice. Then like Kate Chastain, I think, said something. Like one or two other below deck people said something to me. Like I, it, it, it just reached so far that I could not believe. Like other Bravo accounts that I've been obsessed with for so long 
I got like messages from like Betches and I was like, is this real life? Like, I can't even believe this. Like, I just couldn't, I couldn't believe it. It was, it was shocking. I'm sure. so happy for you though. I honestly, I'm very disappointed with Erica, but I, I said it before. I'm not so surprised though, just because she doesn't come across to me as someone who appreciates other people's contribution to her success. I think she's the one, the person who sees it as like, I did this for myself. Like I worked hard for it. And I think that personally, like no matter what success you have, you work hard. And then it's also like the, the people around you and a little bit of luck and a little bit of, you know, some other things, but I don't think it's just hard work. Cause there's plenty of people who do it, work really incredibly hard and don't achieve the same type of success as other people. And it's yeah. because the support around them might have been different. And I, I, I feel like she has never given me the impression that she's someone who has an appreciation for other people and mm -hmm. how it helps her. I think it happens to a lot of housewives when they yeah. hit four or five seasons, kind of like Dorinda. Yeah. It's like the show cannot exist without me. And then Bravo fires you. And it's like, but it can and it will. <laughs> yeah. Nini too, I think. Nini had it. Like, has had yeah. it. Jill Zarin was the first one who had it. Yeah, she got it. But very she was the first one. Me she too. Just she lives here. Oh, in Boca? That yeah, yeah. Dina yeah. and I have a daily conversation where we say, have you spotted her? And then we both say no. But we're, we're, we're really excited for the time when one of us but says on the watch, <laughs> A daily watch of her and sometimes Ramona. Just yes. to yeah. see. We, need we to saw Harry a... Dubin. You did? Yeah. Yes, but I think he knew that we knew who he was. I've just, I'm very good at spotting a he, celebrity. He more or less ran away. <laughs> yeah, I'm very good at spotting a celebrity, but they always know that I have spotted them. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, like I think they, I didn't make it very clear because then I just start staring them down. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. my God, it's them. The only yeah, and you can see our faces. We're very expressive people. So we're very much like, I'm and the same, and, and when I've like, seen people also, like, no one else I'm with ever knows who they are, so then I really, like, get excited, but I, I, I don't bother them. Like, I saw the two that I can think of, I don't know if you watched The Bachelor, and actually there are a couple who just announced they're getting divorced, which is, like, so sad, but it was Ashley and JP, and I saw them, but they were, like, with their kids, and we were at the diner, and I saw them, but I was, like, the only person in there who recognized them, 100%. <laughs> And then years ago, I was doing a dance class in New York City when I lived there, and Joe from season one, um, oh, see OC, Joe? The, the who dated Slade, yeah, was in the nah. dance class with me. Yeah. And like, no one gave her a look. She actually asked me a question, and when I turned, I really tried to control my face because I couldn't believe it. And I just, I said nothing because... <laughs> she, was, she was on a TV show. Yeah, like, like I'm gonna play this cool. Like eight years ago, for like one or two seasons, I'm clearly the only person. Like she has not been on reality TV since. Like I 100% need to to not bother her right now. So I didn't say anything, but she was very nice in her question that she asked me. <laughs> oh, but I love that. Yes, I like any I love seeing bodies them out in the wild. I, it, it's always exciting for me. Anytime I've, I've, I've spotted one or interacted with one, I, I just sit there and I'm like, I feel like I one time did this experience at um, the zoo where you could be like a um, zookeeper for a day and you got to like feed the lions and interact with them and all this stuff. And every time I'm with a housewife, I'm like, oh, this is just like that. 
<laughs> I know. That's we hilarious. always say um, the housewives is like that episode um, again with Parks and Recreation where Ron goes to the health food store. And remember when he tells them to of be course. quiet? And he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm in their environment. I need to watch how they move. Every yeah, time I'm watching them in their natural environment. <laughs> yeah. And then when he gets the bacon or the, the fakin and then he throws it out and April does the same. It's the best show. I, told I, you, I'm the I, I wasn't lying when I said it's my favorite show. I like almost watch it nightly. Like it's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. I have to take Our a break. producer, we tried to get her to watch it and she watched like an episode and wasn't into it. And honestly, Dina and I had a conversation where like, can we still be friends with her? Like, we can, I don't know. Christina, <laughs> she's going to be listening. We can, but we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we forgive you, Christina, but do better. Did everyone read the post about Radar Online with the uh, Lisa Renna with Lisa Vanderpump? No, a new Radar Online? So Radar- tell us about it. So basically it was posting the two different Radar Online letters that were sent in. One that was saying about how when- Oh, Lucy, um, did you it was see from it? Du- Wait, are you talking about, this was yes. from Dumois? Yeah, and, and, and okay, then okay, 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 okay. I think reposted it. Yes, and it was about basically someone saying like it was not. I worked at Radar. It was not LBC. Yes, yes. And then okay, the, I did see that. The other letter said that letter was a lie, and that yeah, I don't believe the email. Do you believe either? I don't think it was LVP individually, but I think she had some connection to it within her camp. That's my theory on it. On the Lucy Juicy. Apple juicy or whatever. Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy. (laughs) I still really want to know. I know it's been so long, but I really do. I'm very interested. Like, just let us know who did it. Because Lisa, I miss her, and I feel like she got all the blame. See, I was not an LVP fan. Really? She really annoyed me a lot. Like, I loved her early on. Really? But later on, she got the big headness that I didn't like, so... That's what one of the letters said. Um, the letter that they're saying was the real letter about saying how they won't say who leaked it, but that all of the girls were basically involved. In that one, it said that both Erica and Lisa Vanderpump are one are the two of the meanest women from Housewives, and they don't understand how they were able to kind of get where they have been because mm-hmm. they're mean. But I met Lisa Vanderpump for like a hot second um, at a Total Wine signing. And I know she has to be nice, but she was like really nice. And we had a moment. You just like her because she put you on her page. But she also, (laughs) when I complimented her. Sister's calling her out. (laughs) But wait, wait. But when I complimented her and I told her like, you know, I love her and that um, I love the way she dresses. She seemed so like genuinely like surprised and happy. I complimented her and she even said, really? And I said, yes. And she's like, you're so kind. I felt like there was a moment. And then she's like, buy my wine, bitch. No, kidding. <laughs> I, I actually love Lisa, but I love her because I f- feel she was good at making and is good at making good TV. Like not just on the housewives, but I mean like, Vanderpump and these shows like I think she's very clever and I think she knows what it takes to make a show good and I think the reason the Lucy Lucy apple juicy thing was such a 
bad season and such a disaster and this season I felt the same way was because Lisa wasn't orchestrating it and the seasons where she was involved I think they were more interesting the topics and the dynamics were more um, compelling to me I agree with that she did showcase and try to pull out more real Mm. that's missing from Beverly Hills but I think part of the reason I took annoyed with her was like she became too involved on camera with Vanderpump Rules, where I just felt it yeah. was so in off. That's where I think part of my dislike came from, where I'm like, they would not be coming to you. Like, just because the show's named after you, like, you do not need to be in so many scenes. And that's where when my, she like, started to get annoyed. When she went to Vegas this last season for Katie and Tom's thing, and they played the prank on Katie, like, I... Dina and I both actually were so like almost screaming at the TV like this would never happen this Mm -hmm. is so weird this feels so fake she just misses her airtime exactly like early seasons it felt authentic her involvement but later on when we all knew none of them were working at the restaurant it was just like what but then she did save it when she called out Jackson that last what may be our last episode ever of Vanderpump Rules so like that is the part of her that I like so it's well, she's not I, on my like I hate you list for sure. She's just like not a. There's like the if I mess with Lisa, those fans would have come for me because she has some crazy fans. Which is yeah. not to go back to the Erica thing. I don't know if she has diehard fans because I didn't get a single mean message, and I was like waiting for it. I was like, where's the Erica fan gonna come for me? Tell me like, go die. Nothing. Nothing. But- I That's amazing. Kind of, I but I think it's also kind of what you had said because even one of my really good friends, he's been on the podcast, Julian, before. Like we've had him. He has said as well, he used to love Erica and he stopped even liking her this season. Yeah. So- I feel like a lot of her diehard fans watched this series, this show, and what she did with Denise. And I think even at the reunion, everyone was just like, you look beautiful, but no. Yeah, like a few people obviously disagreed or whatever, but I'm telling you, I was was waiting like mentally prepared in my (laughs) inbox for like the craziest to come out and I I didn't get any. And a few people asked me about it too. I was like, so far I'm in the clear. Don't come for me now. No, but (laughs) it would give me anxiety because certain housewives and just general celebrities, but certainly certain housewives, their fans are such fans for them. Yes. Where yes. they will just really like it's like you rip their own child out of their arms, mm-hmm. like if they're pissing. And so it's it's actually a big deal that Erica doesn't have people doing that. It's reflective though of how irrelevant she is at this moment, or how she connects yeah. with her fan base and her community. But I also think on another note, why this is different than any other one is you were genuinely being really lovely yeah i mean i didn't really say yeah, anything you that didn't do anything. yeah so no one but you t- never know people are crazy so but i honestly i read that and i was just i was so shocked by her responses and with you i felt like kind of what you said everyone's saying like you were so elegant you were so like kind of lovely being back that i was just like how is she? i felt like that was pissing off erica more <laughs> it probably was be a little bit more aggressive well, my life motto is from yes. Michelle Obama. They go low, we go high. And that oh, is, I love that. I love her. No, and that I is love, what I try uh, to do with, with literally any Facebook, and not Facebook, any Instagram comments. If anyone ever writes anything nasty, either I just block them or I, like someone wrote like today on something I posted, like who gives a shit? And I just wrote back like, okay, Kevin. 
<laughs> I'm not going to fight with you. So like, uh, and most of the time, anyone who does it too is someone who doesn't even follow me, which is again, fine. You don't have to, but if people write me things, I, I basically just delete and block. Um, Jack taught me one thing, but I'm not going to argue with you on Instagram. It's just, it's not, it's yeah. not going to happen. That's what they want. And I'm not going to do it. So yeah. I agree with you. I know it's confrontational as a person and I really can't stand confrontation, whether it's through social media or otherwise, like, you know, sometimes even if people will like unsubscribe to like one of our things that we send out for our clients, I like take it like a personal attack. I'm like, why are you unsubscribing? Like, it feels so aggressive. <laughs> like just ignore the email. <laughs> like I, I don't like confrontation. And I, I actually think that's another reason though, that it is, it, there's a kind of profound resonation with so many people about what's happened in their interaction because it wasn't confrontational, even in the way you approached it. You know, it was very like lots of please and lots of like, I'm so, you know, um, flattered and happy. And, you know, it just kind of looked like a big guy kind of being like, I can do whatever I want to. And it felt like all those Hollywood movies where like the big boss steals from like, the clever underling and takes credit like you mm -hmm. know what I mean it just felt very nasty yeah also I would feel the same probably if it was like person like me personally like your business is personal to you guys I just make memes it's not my face it's not my product like so I think it's much easier for me to disconnect the personal connection to it because it's just it's basically just jokes that I'm trying to make on the internet versus like Which yours are hilarious. Like, Thank you. Yeah. Very, <laughs> I'm very, very, very hilarious. I'm very sarcastic. So I always hope that, that I wish there was like a sarcastic font because oh, I'm I always hopeful that people that. like get my sarcasm online. And I'm, I have to remember, I'm like, people don't know me and like, I can't always be super sarcastic. But Ilana and I have always gone through that our whole life. We are very sarcastic people. And I've always said exactly what you said. I wish there could be like a text, like color. So I could, when I'm talking, cause sometimes people think I'm being like real and I'm like, I was being very mm -hmm. sarcastic. I also think my voice- but part of the yeah, that was going to say part of the problem is also our voices. Like I'll say something super sarcastic and you guys, even sometimes you can hear it on the po podcast episodes, like we'll be interviewing something and I'll say something sarcastic and it'll take like three beats before they realize I was joking <laughs> because I think we have like very sweet voices and people think we're being like literal. So but, yeah, like it, even today with the one with the guy who said, who gives a shit in my head, I'm writing back like, okay, Kevin, like yeah. that's how I'm yeah. saying it in my head back then. But like, he doesn't know that. So he yeah, just, he probably hears it like, okay, Kevin. Yeah. And, but to me, it's like, I'm saying like, oh, big deal. You don't care. Like that's literally how I'm writing it. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. I completely get that. Sometimes I'm writing messages and I'll read them to Alana, like, you know, going through it again. I'll be telling her what I'm saying, how I felt it was. And she's like, no one's going to know that that's how you meant it. Like, they're going to think you meant that really. And I'll be like, no, I was really sarcastic and like, I was upset. They can see it. And she's like, yeah. this sounds like you're being really nice. They don't know you're being sarcastic. No, I think there should be like bold, italic, underline, and sarcastic. Like, you know what I mean? Like th the four different options for you. The for one way fonts. to write that I found, but it takes a lot of effort that I feel like people know you're being sarcastic, is if you make every other letter capitalized and uncapitalized. Oh, really? If you write a sentence like that, I feel like someone really knows you're like, well, you're so smart and like picture that in your mind. Like you would read that like, like kind of dopey. Like, but that takes a lot of effort. So you have to be like really wanting to get your sarcastic message across that way. Oh, I like mm. that. I, I don't know if I have that energy. I think I'll just <laughs> say it sarcastically. I told you it takes a lot of energy. They understand <laughs> my tone. Make a font. That, could, that would be the font. 
a font that makes every other letter. I like that. Well, there's something called Cool Fonts. I don't know if you have that app, but there's one of the options is that. Oh, I should look into that. That might help with my sarcasm. So how does your husband, I'm just curious, because you said earlier, um, feel about all that's happening? I mean, it must be so bizarre to him. Is he a Bravo fan? No. (laughs) By proxy, he has watched, he knows who a lot of people are. And, you know, I've always told him about like little milestones on the account. Like, oh my God, this person commented or retweeted and like just nods his head along. And most of the time he always jokes and he's like, okay, but like, where's the money? Like, that's always been... Sounds like my husband. (laughs) He's like, okay, but are you making money? I'm like, no, I'm not making any money. So I feel like once it started going up by a lot, then he was like on the the road, like on the ride with me the whole time. Just like, oh my God, I can't believe this happening. And with the articles. And then like, I feel like I knew he cared because he told his friends. So that was cool. That's so sweet. (laughs) It's like my wife went viral because of Bravo. <laughs> That's basically what he what he told some of them, and then they were like, you know, the funniest people to tell was my parents, because like, my mom watches some Bravo and she knows, but they don't. She has an Instagram, but she doesn't even know how to follow a person. Like I basically followed everyone on her account for her, and she just knows how to scroll, and like write back to things sometimes. And even then, I don't even know if she knows what she's doing. So trying to explain to her. And she literally on the phone was like, what's a meme? And I was like, okay, let's start from the beginning. I'm like, this is how the <laughs> internet works. Like, she was not getting it. But now I've been, again, I told you I'm super jokey. So like when um, the page six article, I sent it to my parents. I'm like, I'm packing up, moving to Hollywood. Like, this is it. This is my, like, you know, making, making jokes like that. So luckily friends and family. Well, who probably, knows though? No, I have no, I, my At least you should get like page. free Bravo Con tickets. I would love that. Yeah, that's all I want. I just want free things. Like I don't even need money. Just yeah. like send me some, you know, some free Vanderpump Rose and whatever and I'll be happy. Like that's that's it. But I I to me like um my friends, they've been great. They've been very nice about it. <laughs> Half yeah. my friends didn't even know I had this account and then I had to tell them and they're like, What? And why didn't you never tell us? I'm like, I don't know. How do you like tell someone, oh, I run a meme account? Like the the reason no, I No, I would be so proud if I was the host <laughs> of your account. Your account's amazing. I yeah. would tell everyone that's me. That's even almost like I think, yes, of course, the Erica added to it, but I think one of the reasons why you got so many followers as well is because once you start going through your content, you are hilarious. It's so good. And yeah. it's so good. It's so funny. It's everything I'm thinking. I mean, even the one you posted, I think it was today. It might have been yesterday, but with Melissa Gorga. I mean, that was just such a... Yes. Moment. Oh, was it... Um, it was... Oh, um, the Jesus. Yeah, about the walk. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, my <Thank> God. Jesus. <laughs> everything. I was just like, you just get, you get inside my soul. And I think that's probably how most people, when they go through it, see it. So... I can't wait to see, because I think your numbers are just going to grow and grow and grow. Thank you. I mean, I just try to come from an authentic place, and there's not much thought or planning. It's just whatever idea pops into my head. Like, that's kind of what I just, and sometimes I'll just, like, um, I have, like, the Giphy, and I'll just, like, when shows aren't on and I'm, like, searching for stuff, I'll just go on there, and, like, either I'll have an idea, and I need to find a meme that matches it, or I find a meme, and then, like, 
connected or if I see something on the show, like I might save it or record it for later. Like I try to just be a little vigilant on it. So it's not totally like, oh no, I have to make something, but somehow my brain finds something like, cause there's always new news. So that's the best part of it. There's so many characters at play at all the time. There's constant news. So it makes it, it makes it easy for sure. Well, last year, like Vanderpump had 19 cast members and oh my you know, like all the shows have so many it's it's great because it's not a world where you're a fan of one show it's a network with so many and apparently you also watch the bachelor which really <laughs> interests me because most people i know are like either bravo people and sort of housewife fans or they're bachelor fans i think you're the first person i've met who is both really i told you literally Give me a reality there, show and I'll watch it. Like my standards are not high. <laughs> so there is a, another podcast that um, I love called Bitch Sesh. It's with yeah, um, Casey yeah. Wilson. And yeah, they did an, um, an episode that was literally like Bachelor People versus um, Housewives People. Oh, I'll have to look for it. So I went to watch What Happens Live. Actually, it was like March 10th, like seven days before New York City closed. So crazy. And Casey Wilson was one of the guests and she was so stunning in person. And we met her when she walked out and she was so, so nice. And I loved that makes her. Me happy. And she was so funny on the show. And oh, that yeah, makes she me was great. so happy. It's, it's her 40th birthday best. today. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Happy she was... birthday, Casey. Not that you know us, but <laughs> <you> well. <laughs> we met one time Outside, watch what happens live. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even met her. I've just been rooting from afar. I loved, loved, loved happy endings. And when oh, she was on SNL. Yeah, so I loved good. Penny was my favorite. Her character made the show. I was A show so canceled too early, canceled. for sure. Way too early. Way I too loved canceled. when she pretended to be Jewish and not tell the guy. Yes, that birthday. was one of my favorite episodes. And she also changed her age, right? Wasn't she 26 or something? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think she was really turning 30 and she told the guy that she was 25 or 26. That is a show I, I, I really love Penny. Yeah, that's yeah, one of the that's best a great rewatch. Yeah, she's just such a star. When she makes those comments that SNL told her that she was either too fat or not funny enough to be on the show, I loved her when she was on it. And I one day hope to get to tell her she is the biggest star. She is. She is. Do, also do you so watch Black Monday? Yeah. Like just like be- just beautiful. She like, is so beautiful. Every her aura, everything. Yeah, it was her everything. and Dolores at the Watch What Happens Live, and so oh, I, I have to Dolores too. It. And she was amazing. Black oh. Monday is very serious, though. I didn't realize but she's that. funny in it. I have like, not watched Black Monday, but I think that's what she went on to promote was Black Monday. Yeah, it's really yeah, it's, it's really okay. good. It's just very serious. It's okay. So it's a bit dark for me. I'm a more kind of lighter TV watcher, but my <laughs> yeah, husband, I love he, too. I just, I just love all TV. I, I'm really, I don't know what people do when they say they go like, they don't watch TV. I have the same. You sound like us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, did you watch Lovecraft Country? No. What's that? Oh my God. It's on HBO. It's like my new. She will not stop talking about these. I haven't the watched an HBO show. thing in so long because I have to figure out my Login Silicon Valley Veep, like please. I love Veep. I love Veep. Veep is I don't think I watched the last season of Silicon Valley, but I watched a lot of it. Oh, you should. Yeah, to get my HBO login fixed. Yes, because I mean, love crap country. Silicon Valley gave us the phrase rigby, which I think Dean and I use probably most often in our like day to day life. 
Yeah, like even today, our producer was writing something and she was like Rigby and then said, you know, about <laughs> someone. And I was like, yes, thank you. I mean, if Silicon Valley didn't exist, I would have no way of saying something offensive about someone I like. That's so funny. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it in a while, but I did watch definitely, definitely a bunch of seasons of it for sure. Well, if you ever, I am as well, and like more than I think Alana a little, like I watch pretty much every single show out there. So if you ever need some good recommendations, there's like three shows I am obsessed with right now, which is Lovecraft Country, The Boys. Oh my God, Amazon. I've been on a lull right now because I feel like when Beverly Hills, New York City, Below Deck, like there was a lot of Bravo on at once, so that's what I was watching, and now it's ended, but I haven't picked my new like binge show to watch so i have to do i'm still watching dynasty if you ever watched dynasty new i watched dynasty, the original oh okay no this is the new one so i'm watching that right now it's so i still rewatch the original though i highly recommend the original there oh, is i have one of the i watched i watched the new one as well and i like that as well but the original is just what um, a one of the original stylists from that show she's gonna come on a podcast soon too nice <laughs> interesting to hear. that's awesome yeah like what she did during that time but i should try dynasty but we i know we've taken a good amount of your time <laughs> we just want to we have a fun little game we like to sure. play it's called call um text delete okay and should we focus then on below because no, you can do anything if you want. We, what, we, well, we should have asked you, because I know you gave us all your favorite people before we get it. What's your favorite show out of all of them? So it was Vanderpump. Oh. I'm like a diehard Vanderpump. You must, like that. you must be in a really low place right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, okay, right now. It, it's a lot for me to, like, grapple with all of that has happened. Um, mm. And I hated this last season. Oh, my God, the last Pretty season. Awful. Horrible. Um, so... That was my long time. Like, if you ask me, number one show was Vanderpump. Now, I mean, this Below Deck season has been amazing. And, like, now that I'm, I've watched everything, like, dang, it's dramatic. Um, maybe New York City. Probably Potomac is probably Well, Potomac is amazing. Right Potomac's answer. my favorite right now, I'd say. Potomac is, like, here. Oh, yes. but side note, and we're just before we close out completely, because I was going to ask this before and I did it because – we hadn't brought Vanderpump up and I just, it didn't feel organic and how it does. Um, what do you think, like, because I was trying to think recently because right now would have been the time we were watching Vanderpump mm -hmm. and it's not with us. And I was trying to think like, you know, they're not filming. So are they, do we think they're going to pivot and it's going to be sort of a focus on Tom Tom or do we think maybe they'll get a whole new cast? Like I will take these, two hour walks every day and people might think I'm thinking deep thoughts but th this was literally what I was thinking today <laughs> on my walk and I would love to like bring it to the group what do you guys think I Danielle? don't I don't know what they're gonna do I don't know what they were thinking last season adding all those new people so inauthentic having it just did not work and I don't know why they did it to me I've been waiting as a fan of the show for so long I don't care about the restaurant it, it just I'm so done with sir. Like it means nothing to me. I have no connection to that place. Like it's about the people with the firing of Stassi and Kristen, you lose main characters. So, I mean, personally, I love Tom and Ariana and Tom and Katie. 
I'd watch them, like, put them on a road trip. Like, I don't care. They don't have to do anything. The Tom and Tom relationship is great to me. I could do without Jax and Brittany. I love Sheena forever. She gets such a bad rap, but, like, I'm a, I love Sheena. She is such a sweetheart. So I, I'd st- whoever they would put, I'd, I'd still watch it. I don't care much about any of the new people. I thought Dana was boring. So boring. Like, why I don't know why her? they loved so her so much. Boring. Like, Danica these are the- was actually interesting, but she didn't seem to like. Danica seems batshit crazy, and yeah. I would watch her. I would, I would watch totally. her all the time. Yeah. I but did like, you guys see what they posted today? They said that Danica and Dana posted a photo, and I think Dana dyed her hair black, but I could be wrong. Um, and oh, I thought it must be a different Dana because. The body yeah. didn't match. Yeah, but so they're both, and they said, sir, it wasn't it, sir, is officially reopened. Are they filming? That's what the thing was, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I just, the, the to me, what worked about Vanderpump was not the restaurant, it was the relationships they all had. Yeah. And I, I so you can't remake that, and you can't force mm-hmm. it. And that's why it's the greatest TV show. The first seasons one through eight. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I agree. But Alana, by the way, oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I love everything you said. Like, like, couldn't agree more. No, but you like were like, it's like you were with us. Alana and I were like after the reunion really talking about how we did not understand with Danica, why they didn't give her more of a storyline. And, I think it would have been more interesting one because she was already friends with all of them. So she was in their circle. So she did kind of fit in, but also she had so much drama. Yeah. No, it was so awful. I did yeah. not know what to I fast so forwarded boring. through like a lot and I did not it care about Max and Brett at all. And I just was like, this same. is so pointless. Why are they acting like I care about these people? Like I want to see Stassi and, and Kristen fight and Katie and like these people yeah. have spent, no. like we talked about the longevity of watching them. I'm 31, so when Vanderpump premiered, I was basically the same age as Stassi, because I think she's my age, maybe a year older. But I was around the same age as them when it started. So I feel like of all the cast, I really, I grew up with them as my own age. Like I got engaged around the same, the same summer as Tom and Katie, like as we watched that, like my husband would like, that's one show actually he watched with me. He did like Vanderpump. I've seen guys like that show. It's funny. He did yeah, watch Vanderpump. He's watched like some it. Southern Charm too, but that's because he calls Cameron a smoke show, which like, <laughs> I agree with. She's yeah. super hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if there was pretty women, he, I could like calm him into a few episodes. It's also when we lived in a small apartment and we only had one room of like the living room and then his desk that he played his computer games at was like next to the TV. So like he had no choice. <laughs> now we're in a house, so... That's how I got my husband to watch Desperate Housewives. Yeah, it basically was because he had no choice because he would sit there and play his his computer game literally next to the TV. Now I just watch with, you probably didn't even know, my dog's been next to me the whole time. Oh, he's so quiet. Yeah, he's just been asleep. He's so cute. He's good. What's his name? His name is Remy. He actually just lifted his head. Oh, cute name. Hi, Rem. Hi, Remy. Oh, hello, darling. Oh, aren't you just handsome? <laughs> he is. He's gorgeous. He's what is he? Handsome. What breed is he? He's like a mix of like um, 
He has German. a noble look to him. You're so noble, little man. Um, he's like a German shepherd hound mix. Oh my God, that he is just such. He's, he's a good-looking little man. Beautiful. Yes, he's very cute. Hi, yeah, he's protecting he's like, his mom. Oh, now he's like, you bothered me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, like, I'm chilling. Actually, just what he did is very cute. And rested his head. Yeah. Oh, so he watches all the housewives with me now. <laughs> oh, I bet he has so many thoughts. Then I guess his emotions were high as so well. Many. Sometimes when they're like really. This must have been intense. He seems like he's paying attention. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I love that. Well, I just got a new puppy, and the other day something, well, I'll say in quotes, but tragic happened, but it was very it, superficial nonsense, like I, I ruined a bag. Anyway, it's a <laughs> long story, but I was crying hysterically, <laughs> and my new little puppy, he came running up to me and started licking my face. Aww. And he's like only a few months and I couldn't even believe that he was so emotionally in tune with me. It really That's so awesome. Dogs are the best. It, yeah, they they're are. the very best. But speaking of dogs, I don't want to see Jax on my TV. I don't care <laughs> about like Brittany and Jax's story. Like they stopped being interesting to me. There was a while where Jax was compelling and then he just has been on repeat for so many seasons. And I think the show, I, I really, I literally gave this two hours of thought today. I think the show should pivot. I think it should be Tom Tom Focus. I agree with you. Sir is not like an, the 20th cast member. It's not mm -hmm. part of the cast. So it shouldn't be stuck at Sir in this kind of faux reality that they're involved in that world anymore. I do not believe that Tom and Tom, or at least Sandoval, was like, also wanting to work or Ariana this season, like wanting to work again at Surrey because it was good for that. Like, please, like no one wants to do something like that when their job is, you know, so already keeping them busy. They don't have a normal mm -hmm. schedule like that. They're also like, Oh, I want to also have this job as a server. So I, I feel like the show needs to grow with them or it needs to be like a spin-off show. And then the original show can have an entirely wiped out, totally new cast. I'm just the, my concern is, which was what I really did spend some real time on my walk today thinking about this is what will happen to poor Sheena. I love Sheena and I don't feel like she would belong on the spin-off. Although she is very good friends with Tom and Ariana. They were at her and house she and during. And Lala are in a huge feud right now. Oh my right, god, well, I, I, I totally forgot Lala about Lala. Yeah. yeah. They're in like, such a huge feud. So I feel like if I they could, do could come buy back. Kyle Lala though. I'm over Kyle, like not Kyle, Lala. Like goodbye, Kyle to Lala. I, I'm fine with her going away, you know, with Rand. I like Rand more than I like Lala. But I think that the show Vanderpump Rules cannot be what it was. Like you lost too many important people. Yeah, I, I agree. And it makes me really, really sad because it's yeah. some of the greatest reality TV. It really was. But I saw the so interview much. she did um, that Stassi did with Tamron Hall. Is that her last name? Did I just yeah. make up her last uh, name? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was upsetting. It was not great. So I don't think she's coming back from that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So that was unfortunate. Anyway, okay. So now game, we'll, I forgot. Yeah, yeah we'll keep no, no, it. I'm so interested to see how you describe yeah. this episode. It's been so chaotic. <laughs> we talked about so much. No, no, that's it's, what makes that you great. the best one. So, mm -hmm. the, so what we were gonna do is we'll do below deck med and. 
Sandy, Malia, and Hannah. Call okay. Mm. And why? I would delete Sandy, call Hannah, and text Malia. Because Malia I'm torn up about. Because I made a post about this. She, as her job, is so badass. And to be a woman doing her job, like, I don't want to get down on her because she got those boys to respect her. Like, the episode I just watched is when she literally just, like, on the top of a drum drop, jumped into the ocean to, like, save the people who flipped her jet ski. Like, I think she is so good at her job. So she's, like, in the middle. Hannah, just love her forever. Like, you know, even when she didn't have a great attitude, like, how could you not love Hannah? And this season, Sandy, no. She just... I hate it also because as a woman, I want to support a woman and like, she's so awesome for doing her job, but I don't think her interpersonal skills are great. And she's talking with other women when she's doing these things and they just, a lot of situations I think she could have handled better. No, I agree. I definitely even think the whole thing that she did with Malia on the cameo, trying to out Malia. Yeah, like, it's just those weird things. Yeah, but then with Malia, I agree with you. I feel like Malia, when you look at her with what she's doing in this industry, in the industry that she's working in, it is such a huge, amazing thing. But then her as an actual person, I don't care for her that much. And what's interesting in watching these first 10 episodes, I have no problem with her. Like, yeah. she's great. Like, she really, she's there for Hannah. Like, she doesn't do yeah. anything that makes me not like her. It's really when her boyfriend shows up that it, it's, yeah, I that agree. I'm like, Ugh. I did think, though, she was a little bit, um, then not to say, I think it's very human, and I'm 100% sure I do the same thing, so I'm criticizing it completely hypocritically, but I did think that she was leaning on the fact that her boss favored her a lot and I understand it's intimidating and looking at someone who's sort of um walked the road before her Mm -hmm. you know you want to soak up all the advice and that's why I'm saying I'm being a hypocrite because I know if I was in that position I would do the exact same thing but sometimes it felt like it was a little manipulative like with Rob when she she was in the wrong I mean she kind of just tells him to fuck off or whatever yeah um and then she sort of sat there with Sandy like she was kind of being a boss bitch but I was like but you were sort of allowing this conversation to happen in a way that demeans him and Mm -hmm. but really you wanted your boss to have your back in front of him and it just sort of felt like that wasn't one of the the points where I was very about her but I do admire like like you both said what she's done I don't like I don't like who she is as a person but I like who she is as a worker yeah because even at the reunion she was I swear there were moments where I was like I could slap you you're making things that are really not nice right now but then again you do have some good traits I want to say we loved having you on tonight. Thank, Thank you so you. much. This was so fun. Our I could talk about Bravo forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have, we'd love to have you on again. Yeah, like, you have to come back. Yes, yeah. for sure. We've had like the best time. And thank you for spending the night one, um, with us. And once again, could you let everyone know like where to follow you? Sure. I'm just on Instagram at Brands by Bravo. 
that's it. <laughs> well, Infamously I really known. <laughs> I really genuinely think everyone should follow you. You're hilarious. And I am so glad that the Erica thing at the very least gave the bump to people knowing you and being aware of you because they should be. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. And any situation as you know, Miami native pit bull says, turn a negative into a positive. Yes, they can say that. <laughs> Guys, I think our quotes tonight have been really on point. So top notch. So good. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you want to follow us across our platforms, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Stylishly Solomon. Solomon spelled with all O's, S-O-L-O-M-O-N. And also on our Instagram, you can find links in the bio to follow us on Amazon and like to know it and shop our looks and find out our fashion breakdowns. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. We always love to hear your feedback. We thank you for thinking of us and appreciate your love and support.